Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm Mike Hanford. I'm sitting here with Jeff Dutton. Hey. And next to Jeff is Tim. Yep. And we've decided to break uh, pandemic protocol, and we are now in the same room doing the podcast. Just breathing on each other's mouths. Yeah. And JK, I should JK, mention that I'm... on uh, Zoom. Oh, I was going to say that I'm symptomatic. Hey, well, wait a minute. Let's continue with the joke. He's symptomatic. Jeff is coughing <laughs> up a lung. Thank you for continuing the joke. You gotta keep the joke going because everyone wants to laugh. Everyone loves to laugh. Hey, look what I'm drinking here. A Michelob Ultra. Look at you. This guy's about to do a triathlon over here. Low carbo. I'm going to be rail thin and skeletal by the time I get to the bottom (laughs) of this thing. I'm working on my Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, big bottle. This is a 25.4 ouncer. Wow. It looks like a champagne bottle. No, this isn't a Magnum. A Magnum is like a big, a big bottle. I think big, big bottle. Magnum uh, just means big. I think if I, if I drink this, it'll be my Magnum Opus. I think you're right because you know that show uh, Magnum P.I.? I think it was about a big (laughs) P.I. Well, he's big in, in the P.I. world. He was big. Somebody once called me a big (laughs) P.O.S. I was like, oh, don't, what the hell? Hey, speaking of Magnum P.I., we got a good one today, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, that's a good segue. The Magnum P.I. theme was written by Mike Post. Continue! (laughs) Who the fuck Mike Post? What? I don't know. I don't know. Well, think of it. Mike. Yeah. Post. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to cut me not knowing. Anything I don't know, I'm going to (laughs) cut. Guys, we're talking ultimate TV theme songs today. Damn. And we're each bringing in yes. the ultimate, our, our uh, what is it, our representative, our bid. Delegate. Our delegate for the ultimate TV theme song. I have one. Yeah, we all have one. I won't say it yet. Don't. But you're going to hear about it later. Michael, only when the time comes. All right, all right. You guys are simply sinful. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. In the history of, you know, television themes, you got a couple different approaches. I'd say the classic one that we all think of is is like the premise song. Right, right, right. You know, like a lot of times, especially early on, the TV theme would just be like, here's exactly what's going on so we don't have to explain anything. Mm -hmm. And what comes to mind for me is like, the Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, mm. Fresh Prince. Okay, mm. let's stop there, t- Jeff, before you start naming uh, all our ones that we picked. Those were all of ours. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then later on, you had things like Family Matters or Full House or Step by Step, where mm. you could you could make the argument that the generic quality of the songs mirrors the generic quality of the shows. Yeah, they were... Those those songs were like feel good songs. They were they were setting a, t- a vibe. They were all of those songs. I think were written by the same person or people, and they're all just like the world can be weird, but we got family. Here we, we go. Got each other. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's funny that it is a genre, and they're all so similar, and that the lyrics 
graze up against the premise of the show, but don't don't actually explain anything. And then I think we're finally getting into an era where having a theme song isn't even cool. Oh. Well, there's no time anymore. There's too many, there's too many commercial breaks. It's because of time. But Atlanta, The Boys, Mandalorian, no theme song. Whoa. But then on the flip side of that, you got the HBO shows that have like two minute theme songs that oh, are yeah. very moody. Oh yeah. I like a real short blast like Broad City. Four and three and two and one. You're done. Yeah. Or uh Hell yeah, Birthday Boys, <laughs> best show. We got to do an episode about the best show ever. Uh, it is funny. We we might as well comment on the Birthday Boys theme since we brought it up. It's great. Not? We didn't have money for it, so we took old pictures and we had a logo. <laughs> the end. Yeah, and that song was, that song was uh, what was the name of that? It was the uh, Keg Beer Party. Party, right? Keg Party. Keg Party. Which does have lyrics. We should play that on here sometime. The one you sang is is just a little sting. Oh, the um, bumper. And that's not even that's not even Keg Party, is it? I think it's a different song. No, Keg Party is uh is is, is a Louie uh, Louie sound ding, alert. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding. yeah. Um but that was APM Music Archive. We just used the library music. And we did have a budget to go and get an original theme song if we wanted to, but we had temporarily been using Keg Party in rough cuts and we liked it so much that we stuck with it. And look, no shame in using APM Music Library. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Always Sunny, you heard of them? Mm-hmm. I have. I've heard Those of are APM. Mm-hmm. They use APM. <laughs> you know, Stanley Kubrick used Thus Spake Vartustra in 2001 as a placeholder and then he just liked it so damn much he kept it. Yeah, so we're we're in league with the greats, folks. And now uh Fish plays that on New Year's Eve there when they play it. New Year's Eve. It's great. Well, folks, we begin. Hey, wait. Yeah, go ahead, T. Well, I have a fundamental question. I, I, I put so much thought into this. Yes. And I had so much fun. But I but I have a, a, a question about the rules. We didn't discuss the rules before we rolled because we said, hey, that's the gold. And the Patrons want to hear that. So mm-hmm. is would now be an appropriate time for me to ask about the rules and regulations? Yeah, let's talk about what the, what the hell yeah, we're doing. Yeah, I here. mean, bef- well, <laughs> I'll zoom out even further and say let's not even call them rules and regulations. I think this just comes down to your thought process. And like every, yes. everybody can kind of oh. have their own approach here. Okay. So the title is Best TV Theme. Ultimate. Ultimate. We're using the word ultimate. 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 That even right there, I'm off the rails because I didn't... Ultimate ultimate implies like the ultimate for the world and the population may agree. Um, uh, But if I think something's ultimate, then that's ultimate in my heart. Okay. Then favorite would be the, the word that we use. See, I approach this as the ultimate party song thing we did, which was... Not necessarily the song I like the best, but what I think is the quintessential. Oh, shit. Well, we got <laughs> because Because what I've picked is not necessarily my favorite. Okay, well. It all works as ultimate. Whatever is ultimate is ultimate. And Hey, are we going to tweet this one out and have this? We're going to put it on the Twitter and we're going to see who responds and then we'll get our right. damn. So, Tim, what was your thought process? Well, my thought process... Was. And then let's go right into yours. I think that's that would be good too, because then I'll 
into we my, shouldn't do our thought processes and then like what we thought, well, what our pick was. Here's what I'm going to say. My process was this. Yeah. I say, okay, I'm going on a pod with my boys. I love these guys. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to let them down. We're talking about the ultimate TV theme song. I love TV. I'm a professional TV writer. Look it up on IMDb. And I said to myself, Tim, what are the songs that hit me right in the heart that I love? And, and a few came to mind and I'm bouncing back and forth, right? I'm saying, oh, this one is revolutionary. This one is genre defining. This one's important. This one's this, this one's that. But as, and I, I look at them and I say, yeah, but do I like that song? Mm. Yes, it may, yes, it started a trend and yes, it was significant. And, and when I think of TV, I always, I think of the HBO logo. And then whatever comes up next, does it make you happy? It's got to blast right in and, and make you happy. We we've talked about this before. When uh, I think we probably all have the same one. But when you hear that, what's the th song you think of after it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think we all talked about that once. It was like, yeah, it's the curb. Not for me. It's. Hell yeah, Jay. That's why you're my boy. Yeah, man. Well, hey, I could touch talk HBO themes uh, forever, and we'll we'll circle back to some of these when we are tweet out our options and we're waiting on the results. But what I'll say is this: I wanted a song that I really liked, that really made me happy, really fit the show, really said something to me, and then I uh, um I thought of one that I was like, oh yeah, and then. I uh, uh, told Jessica, I thought of this one. She was like, well, but what about this other one? You don't shut up with that other one. And then I said, oh, my God. That, there is a song that has been stuck in my head for 15 years. Oh, shit. And I sing it every day of my life multiple times, and I, and I can't stop. So it would have to. I didn't even make a choice in the matter. My body is telling me it's this song that Jessica reminded me of because she has to hear me singing it. Okay. Morning, noon, and night. And, but on a technicality, I have to ask you guys. Well, we used to live with you, so now we're, we're, we'll see if yeah. we heard this come out of that body and what a body it is. Am I allowed in this competition to use a song that is not the opening title theme? Interesting. No, what are you talking about? This is a TV oh, theme. Oh, I know what he's doing. Because, Jeff, I've got a track. I, I made one that plays by the rules, but the one I'm talking about right now, I titled it uh, Tim's Alternate TV Theme. Yep, I got it right uh, here, and I know what it is. When it so this is a song that has been stuck in my head for 15 years. Sing it all day, every day. <laughs> Go ahead and hit it. Can I sing it first? Yeah. Can I can I, can I see if I know what it is? It's <laughs> Yes. Mike, do you know what that is? Yeah, it's it's Kevin's country. There you go. <laughs> Folks, stay tuned for Conan. Very special claymation show coming up next. See you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Hell yeah. Oh, baby. So soulful. <laughs> it's so funny that I didn't watch a ton of Conan back then, but you and Mitch, this is like seared into like the brainstem 
of both of you. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've, I've hated Jay Leno my whole life, but like Conan O'Brien was, uh, was like the important comedy show that made me a comedy fan. Yeah. So this was the music that I heard waiting for Conan to start. And Conan's theme song was good too. Conan's was but um this song is called kevin's country because it's written by kevin eubanks yeah and i i found out that i never watched leno but when he started his band leader was uh uh branford marsalis right and and Kevin wrote the song. So Branford on a alto sax would p- play a beautiful <laughs> that I never yeah. heard, but I know this French horn version when, when Branford left, Kevin took over the band and uh, it's, there's something so melancholy about it. And I think that what my brain does is anytime anything is ending, like if I'm finishing breakfast, I'll start going, <laughs> because it's like we're we're wrapping up breakfast. So right. anything if I'm I'm ever wrapping up, that's what comes out of my mouth. I'd like to wrap up this conversation. I think we got three people here, and do we accept this, Mike? Do we accept a closing theme no, as a not TV at all. theme? This is not a closing theme, or this is not a TV theme. This is, and it's also not the ultimate. So I I, I only say this because Tim, I know you have others on deck. If we had done songs that we have in our heads a lot, yes, you could but use like, this. this. This could all just be a delightful appetizer to the big three-way showdown. I respect the hell out of you guys. So if you reject this song, I will. I'll go with my other song. I have to reject it. I, I love it. I, I love because it it's a fun story. I like. I've heard you do this a lot. You you really <laughs> blow it out too with like. <laughs> <laughs> we know it. Tim does this song quite a bit. If there are ever any uh, listeners out there being like, hey, that song's great, look up Kevin's Country. Kevin Eubanks put this song on a solo album once, and he's like picking, it's like new age. He's playing <laughs> acoustic guitar and singing. And it's not the same. It's pretty good, though. He's good. I love Oh, Kevin you Eubanks. like it? Yes. I don't know what that song makes me feel like, but it's. It's a slow. It really is the best, like winding down. We're heading out song. We've had a good time. We're watching the credits. I get it. You know, it's another song just like that. If you stick around another hour and then you watch Conan at the end of Conan, it used to go. And I love that song they play at the at the end of SNL during the goodbyes. Yeah. I like those. That is an interesting thing, though, to think about what song you need to play out your show, because a lot of some shows do like have a very distinct thing. Also, very, uh, you know, very gentlemanly of those shows who who take on the duty of winding down. Yeah. I feel like that's a lost art. Now we're just like, hey, it's the next show's problem. Yeah. Episode three will come up next. I'm done. (laughs) Um, oh. Tim, give us your give us your next serious actual song for the Here beginning of the three way combat. Yes, I'm undeterred. I still I think I still have the best song ever. Forget what you thought you knew about Kevin's country. That shit sucks. Here's this. Uh, this is another very important song to me. 
if, t- if a TV show is starting, this is the b- maybe the best. This song is I love, and the show used to make me so happy, and they come together the best way, and they have meaning to me somehow. And just go ahead and hit it. You know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tim, you nailed it. Shadowy men on a shadowy planet. Oh, yeah. The song is called Average Weekend. And we're having an average weekend. And the TV show is Kids in the Hall, baby. Also, this has a very Kalpakistan sound. A lot of the stuff you play and listen to, I feel like, sounds like this. Well, what's funny is, in a same Kalpakistan kind of way, when... This band, they consider themselves a punk band, and when people are like, you're a surf rock band, they're like, no. That one song is kind of surfy, and then all their songs do kind of sound like this, but it's basically like, they're kind of like the Pixies, and they're kind of, they're it's like alt-80s rock, and it dabbles into twangy, uh, fendery type of shit, but that song is so cool, and I also think as a bozo composer myself, I like the chords... It's the melody is just using the notes from from there's no borrowed chords, as they say, and there's no borrowed notes. It's all just locked right in. And it's it's beautiful. Um, That's a that's a great one. It it totally also fits the vibe of the show. And those guys, it's like fringy, Uh, like it's not mainstream at all. It's not like in your face. It's kind of relaxed and uh, alternative as that show was. Uh, It's a good one. Pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. Thinking back on that show that it's like. These guys in suburban Toronto or whatever, like getting an HBO show and and making this show that's very like alt in the actual alt sense. And that the this was a band that they knew in Toronto. Bruce was friends with them and they were using this song in their live show. So then they made it the TV. Oh, that's cool. Also a cool move to uh, take an existing song or take an outside song, a song that has a life of its own maybe, Mm. and then just kind of repurposing it or giving it a second life as a theme song. That's cool. Um, The, the Mr. Show theme is also very distinct and it's got like a sort of like a Halloweeny vibe to me. Yeah. Yeah, That's uh, a Mark Rivers made that. It's almost got like a theremin-y kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, but it's got a very eerie spooky thing, which, uh, fits definitely like fits their show too. It's like a little uh, we're stepping out of the norm a little bit. They should have had a song that was like stepping out of the norm. Stepping out of the norm with Bob and Dave. Hey, <laughs> so that that wasn't Eben Schletter on the theme. Uh, no, Eben Schletter did show? all the other music, and Mark Rivers just did the theme song. That's funny because I know Eben is a theremin guy. Maybe I know. Say. Maybe he picked it up from the theme. He said, "I'm going to work this in." Yeah. Well, Mike, who's going next? You or me? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, okay, so this one, this is a song. My my sort of uh, rubric for the whole thing was kind of like my my party song. Like what you hear something and it's like it kicks off right away and you know exactly what it is, uh, and it like brings energy up. There's a lot of great ones. I will talk about some of my runners up later. Sure. This isn't my favorite song. It's not my favorite show. It's not even my favorite theme song. But I think it is an ultimate theme song in the sense it gets the job done and sets the table. Go ahead, Jeff. You can play it. Oh, boy. Yep. 
Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> man you have older you have an older brother yeah and i was a the eldest uh-huh i was a little bit freaked out by saved by the bell because i was like a cartoons <laughs> kid yeah saved by the bell go ahead saved by the bell felt more like for teens uh-huh. so everybody like all of my friends with older siblings knew Saved by the Bell, and I was like, "Oh, I don't watch Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Rescue Rangers." <laughs> Saved by the Bell for me was like I didn't watch it on Saturday mornings, which I guess it first aired on Saturday mornings. I would watch it on the TBS reruns after school. Mm-hmm. There were they would play like four in a row, and then on a different station. So I'd watch like six episodes a day of this show, and <laughs> it was always this theme song, and it's just that that bell and that first like snare hit. It's like, oh, this is a show. And I didn't even love the show. Like, I would go in school the next day with people and just, like, we'd make fun of it. Uh, but it was uh, it kind of like Kids in the Hall. I didn't know when it started, because I think I've said this before. I watched Kids in the Hall all on Comedy Central. Yeah, same. And didn't know when it came out or what happened. Um, <laughs> and uh, Saved by the Bell, too, same thing. It's just like, what is this show? It's a little uncool. All the people on it are uncool. I don't know what it is, but I know this seems like, and I've seen every episode. I feel the same where I was like, I've never even really thought about that show airing. It's like I caught it Mm -hmm. like, yeah, after school or whenever. I've never even considered that there was a moment when a Saved by the Bell episode, was it Saturday mornings? I believe that's when it first aired. Yeah. Yeah. But it was all like California stuff, which I don't know, like in your towns, but like in the late eighties, early nineties, like. California stuff was just like so interesting to everybody. Yep. Yeah. Um, it re- reminded me of like California Games, the NES yeah, game or whatever. Right. Right. Like, yes. Like uh, all the the opening titles were just like clip art. Yeah. That has like that has that zany late eighties early nineties yep. look. You see you see people like in, in the show, but then also just a picture of them or from the show. like you see like their name come up on each person mm-hmm. i like and, the lyrics uh yeah and the lyrics too are so cool it's like about a kid who just can't get his act together to get to school <laughs> uh, i did looking at this up though i there was a lyric miss in this that like my uh beyonce uh can on the lips thing so in the second verse also crazy the theme song has like verses <laughs> several verses to it and like they had time for a full song but so in the in the line the teacher pops the test, I know I'm in a mess, and the dog ate all my homework last night. Understand that. The next line I always thought was, write a note in my chair, she won't know that I'm there. Okay. Do you know what he's saying there? No. He's no. saying, riding low in my chair. I always thought he wrote a note in his chair like, hey, I'll be back soon or something like that. <laughs> and she will, and you then I was do like, that in school? she'll know you're not there because... Your, you have a note. <laughs> so it made no sense to me. But riding low in the chair makes a little more sense. Anyway, Saved by the Bell. And look, I'm not into the Saved by the Bell nostalgia thing. When the Max opened up, I didn't run off to see that. When they yes, all did. the reunion didn't excite me. But yeah, yeah, it did. This, <laughs> well, were they playing the th- the theme song? Yeah, you were playing. You're playing it cool now. But you called me on the phone and said, Tim. Slater, 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 Slater's back! <laughs> well, it's funny, because I do like Mario Lopez's work on Extra a lot. Yeah, no, I know. Well, if you did, you would know he left Extra and went to Access Hollywood. Well, that's... No, I liked his Extra stuff. 
<laughs> what he does in Access Hollywood is pure trash. It's no good, Tim. Have you seen <laughs> it? Trash. It's no good. It is bottom feeder bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that that the uh, Saved by the Bell song, like it kind of treads the line between the Family Matters model, uh-huh. model and the uh, here's what's going on. Uh, here's right. the, the exact premise, like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where it's like, it's a little bit... Uh, impressionistic right you 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 picture a slacker you picture a school but it's not like he's zach morris and he's new in town yeah, and he's got yeah. a friend screech <laughs> maybe they thought they were going to release it as a hit single so they were like don't make it too specific to zach because this thing has to have legs baby right you know what i you know what i liked uh in sort of this era of uh, tv openings too is not the songs necessarily but when the picture the the i think the growing pains did this You'd see each character like growing up, or like changing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was always was that very funny to me. Gro- growing pains, right? Growing pains that, did that, that makes yeah. the most sense. But what was the other one? I always confuse with growing pains. Family ties. Family ties. Did they do it too? Maybe the gro- the growing. I don't know, that's Alex Ke- P. Keaton and his hippie parents. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll never know. We'll never know. You There's no know. way of finding out. No way to find out. I always used to confuse Charles in Charge and the Tony Danza show, whatever that one was. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the boss? <laughs> Who's the boss? Charles in Charge! Oh, yeah, those are similar. It's like, Very similar. hey, we're going to have a household, but we're going to bring in a hunk with this exact type of hair. <laughs> He's got floppy hair. And you know what's so funny? Like... Looking back at it, it was probably just one network being like, that's doing okay for their demographic. We need something like that for ours. Let's run it through the mill and pop it out. Yeah. And back then there were like four channels. So uh, every TV show did well. Now it's 4chan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, tra- we traded four channels for 4chan. Now look at us. <laughs> Happy America. God. I feel like Scott Bayo was coming off the success in Happy Days and Joni Love Chachi. He played Chachi. And then I think when they named the show Charles in Charge, they're like, we need to get some, ch- some Chachi, Charles yeah. in Charge. They were like, hey, you might know Chachi, but do you know Charles? Char- <laughs> uh, I think and viewers like, no. The original idea cool. for the show was uh, Chachi uh, would be, he was like working on some uh, dairy farm. It was called the Chachi and the Cheese. And it was like, eh, yeah. a lot of people don't care about that shit. Mike, is this another one of your jokes? What am I? <laughs> I don't see anyone laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's spinning a yarn. So wait, you mean to tell me that Charles isn't Chachi? Charles is Chachi. Canonically? Oh, 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 oh. It's the same act. Oh, I see what you're saying. But it's not like a spinoff. No. Chachi, Joni loves Chachi. I've never it's seen. It's a spinoff from I, Happy Days. I believe so. It is. And they spun yeah. off Laverne and Shirley from Happy Days too. I believe so. Jesus, Happy Days was a huge show. But Charles in Charge was its own thing. Yes. You know, like you said, with the cha-cha-cha. Um, I think we've talked about this before of like, when I was a kid, I watched Wonder Years and I didn't know that it wasn't from the 60s. Yeah, same with I Happy Days. I was just like, that's old TV. Happy yeah. Day, yeah, I was, that's what I was saying. Happy Days, like, that blew my mind when I found out that that was from the 70s because I was just like, that's old, that's, that's old show. Yeah, man. Crazy stuff, man. All right. Well, Jeff, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, if you're so hot. All right. Well, like the two of you guys, I might have had a little bit of a 
nostalgia streak. Oh, Ooh. I think we're we're both operating within the same couple of years, and I was torn between two songs. And you probably know them, and they were both written by the same guy. Uh, Mike Post. Ron Wasserman. Oh. This is one guy with a synthesizer. He had done the X-Men theme for Saban. (laughs) 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 And so, wanting to replicate on that success, Saban came to him and said, Uh, you got this new show. I know this is. The only requirement is that you got to use the word go. And we need it by tomorrow. And we need you to say it twice. Now, if you're not already pumped up, you're about to be right here, baby. Oh. <laughs> oh. That bass is working. I mean, are you allowed to do Eddie Van Halen like that and not pay royalties? I, 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 if I were Eddie Van Halen, I would have sued them for stealing my lick. He doesn't own the finger tap. So why was Go Go? Did they think the name of the show was going to be Go Go Power Rangers? Look, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was joking about it having to be said twice. I uh, I just knew Jeff was going to do the Power Rangers. That's a song that I think gets me fucking pumped like you would not believe. <laughs> My friend and I used to watch and we used to like, this theme song would come on and we would just start wrestling and throwing each other into the couch. <laughs> And like, it, it just got me so fucking amped. To this day, I get so amped. When I, right now, I'm, I have chills. And so I think it does the job of like, oh, fuck, that, that, that show is on. And I'm, I, I feel like I'm on uppers. That show is on. I didn't recognize that. I knew you, when you said Saban and Go, I knew it was going to be that song. But I had never, I don't really know the Power Rangers very well, and uh, that song to me isn't uh, burned in my brain the way it is for you. Sure. But that is a pretty pretty rocking song. They're like... It has no business rocking as hard as it does for an after-school kitchen. It seems like that 90s stuff where it's just like amp everybody up. Like, let's let let's make this a sort of addictive cocaine-fueled feeling to sell products. It reminds me, it's like coming out of Kenny Loggins' movie songs, like uh, a Danger Zone and stuff like that. But then it's got the benefit of like, in the meantime, heavy metal has existed and hair metal has existed and it's just cranked up as far as you can crank. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're right. I was a little old to be watching Power Rangers. Van Artsdalen reminds me of this all the time. <laughs> I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade when it, first came out i knew that i was too old for it but also it had amy joe johnson so i was helpless uh, <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure you weren't just rooting for the power rangers to beat the bad guy <laughs> oh they're gonna beat sluggo man um i power rangers was i remember being at my friend's house who had younger brothers and they were watching it i was like oh so this is what younger people are watching because we were ninja yeah. turtles mostly you really confused me when you said that you were too young for Saved by the Bell. And I know I was on the young... Saved by the Bell did feel scandalous to me, but to feel too young for Saved by the Bell 
And then you did watch Power Rangers. Now you're kind of coming into focus. I see what was going on there. <laughs> well, you know, you guys know my Ninja Turtle story. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a good one. I, I, <laughs> I think you should tell it, though. <laughs> All right. Surprised you didn't pick the Ninja Turtles theme, by the way. Me too. Honestly, I thought about of it. Of which I know you know a very fun fact. Yeah, it's written by um, Chuck Lorre. Yeah. Wow. We all know, uh, people know that by now, okay. I think. I didn't. It's a factoid. And I knew that uh, Charlie Sheen's character in Two He's and a Half a Men is a writer. TV jingle writer. Yes. Yes. Bane. <laughs> he wrote the theme. <laughs> so you're, you you want to tell a story, Jeff, okay. about your... Uh... All right, yeah, yeah. So I had a friend. He was like a cool dude, my friend Steve, and he had like older siblings. The older sibling thing is key. Uh, you got to have older siblings if you're going to be cool. And I was a bit of a late bloomer, let's say. And, you know, Ninja Turtles had been around for a long time. We were all, fran- all, we were all fans of Ninja Turtles. And then at a certain point, you start to feel like, you know, maybe... The turtles aren't the coolest thing anymore. And I got this sense from my friend Steve, <laughs> but I would still, I would still go over there and I would like bring my Ninja Turtles <laughs> and like cajole them into playing. In those cases you could buy. And, uh, and I remember saying to him, gee, Steve, it's like you and I are the only guys who even care about the turtles anymore. <laughs> you and I for sure, both of us on the total same page about this. <laughs> just, just trying desperately to be like us to you too, right? Uh, oof. Like, and he's, is that's the time when he's like around the time he's not inviting you to go out to the woods to see the older kids' uh, swimsuit issue. <laughs> see, Steve was watching Saved by the Bell. He was looking at, he was listening to Color Me Bad and Criss Cross. <laughs> God, that is a rough year of your life when you're, you're, uh, first your friends are losing interest in, in kids stuff and maybe you're not. And then when you do start to like, I, I remember like an ill-timed Christmas where I was like right between, thank God for video games because video games are a kid thing and a teenager thing. Mm-hmm. But when, when Christmas is coming and you don't like toys anymore, but you're like, do I not like toys anymore? Yeah. It, isn't that crazy? The video game crossover. Cause Anytime I find out that people much older than us were still into the same things, like Ninja Turtles, even for a time, like was huge with older kids, but Nintendo, specifically Nintendo, like when we watched uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers documentary, mm-hmm. um, what is it called? Funky Monks. Funky Monks. When they're all chilling in the living room, you see that they have a Nintendo and a stack of games. <laughs> so it's like th- those guys were like, I don't know, 25 at least. Well, people are still and, playing uh, video games now. And they're cool. Yeah, but back then, but back then it was like if you would have told me as a as a sixth grader <laughs> that Flea was playing Excite Bike. <laughs> <laughs> Excite Bike had the best like uh like when the guy fell, it was just like and then when he <laughs> had to run back to his bike, it was like <laughs> <laughs> or that, that's when the bike was like uh, just yeah. idle. <laughs> I remember playing an Excite bike and like, <laughs> you know, in in I guess if, if you're doing graphics, it's hard to create depth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to, there's a like trick that you have to do to try to make it in a 2D game to look 3D. Mm-hmm. Excite bike, you're riding along a track and then there are these ramps that you go over and 
I remember I was playing it. I was holding the controller and my friends were sitting behind me as I was playing Excite Bike. And suddenly like something clicked in my eyes. And instead of the ramps looking like ramps, <laughs> they looked like the other way that like they were dug down into the ground. I had the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and But I was playing and I was mid game and I was like, oh, my eyes. Ah! <laughs> and then like, I was like turning to my friends like, they look like holes. Oh, they look like holes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he got dosed I did get dosed they look like holes man <laughs> they're like this guy's freaking out you gotta get him some orange slices <laughs> I, I, I love like the ex I remember loving the look of it excite bike I still do but it's so funny that like now you would be like oh you hit that jump and then you can do tricks right with this excite bike it's like no you just try and land and keep going yeah. <laughs> and hope it doesn't go <laughs> Um, yeah, I, Excitebike, no, Excitebike wasn't a good example of this, but I, I, because the, the picture on the box looked kind of like the game, it was like an 8-bit look, Yeah. but I loved on Atari games or, or Nintendo games that, like, had these, like, live action, like, like, um, fuck, there was some jungle game on Atari that was, like, about a... Oh, like Jungle Hunt or Jungle, jungle Cruise. Something. Or, yes, yeah, yeah. You're swinging from vines. And it's, like, you know, Atari looks like 8-bit whatever it's like the crappiest thing but the 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 cartoon on the front was like a guy swinging and like of this weird angle and the alligators jumping up yeah it was wild um oh should we should we tweet out our our picks oh yeah we gotta gotta tweet the picks okay i have tweeted it out and now the, the polls people are live. Of twitter will make the decision for us oh my god um this is exciting while we're waiting for the data to roll in um, let's talk about some kind of runner ups because, um, I know I, I thought a lot about the Sopranos theme. Did you guys think about the Sopranos theme? Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm not a guy who's seen all the Sopranos, but that is a, a very cool opening. It's funny with, man, it's funny with theme songs because that one works so well with the Viz. Yes, it really does. I read that. They considered using a Bruce Springsteen song from Nebraska. I think uh, "Stolen Car" or "Car on the Highway" or whatever. Trooper, state trooper, state trooper, uh -huh. um, which was is very folky and everything. But that song, it's it's amazing because I don't like that Sopranos theme. If I just heard it on its own, like "Woke Up Dead Morning," I wouldn't yeah. care about it. But it's tough. It's cool, and it it definitely set the tone for the whole golden age of cable drama yeah everyone started using these like t-bone burnett songs and these moody mm -hmm. songs yeah. and before sopranos you would have never ever seen that well it's hbo has gone too far with it like true detective and true blood i remember those are like so like new orangey and it's a guy kind of singing and we're gonna find out and we're gonna get rough it's <laughs> it, it's done its That's thing cool. like yeah, what, what's the true the true blood ones like? I did a bad bad thing. <laughs> but in all those shows, Mike, they yep. do find out and they do get rough. So know, what are you gonna it say? It does get a little rough for those people. Um, but those feel a little too much. I will say the the HBO um, the Game of Thrones one is one I like. You know, when I was watching that show, it was like, ooh, I like this. Uh, I like this opening, and the the song is very fitting. Yeah, it's good. Oh yeah. And here's another runner-up that was jangling my head. It might be a little obscure, but a big TV show in my household growing up was my dad's favorite favorite show, The Rockford Files. You guys ever seen that? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I know that this is like one of the most celebrated themes, yeah. but I've this is my first time ever hearing this song. <laughs> wow. It's so it's just a soaring melody. <laughs> it's and it has cool different sections to it. It's both it's nineteen seventy-four, so this synth sound was modern, but then you'll hear we go into some stuff that's a little folksier, and it, it is perfect for the show. <laughs> Who let that harmonica in here? <laughs> um the backstory is great. I don't know what the Rocker Files is about, but but uh do you know James Garner? Uh-huh. James Garner plays a private investigator and he lives in a trailer at Paradise Cove on the PCH in Malibu. And um the whole vibe of the show is great because like and and I was I just watched an interview with the songwriter and he was saying like when you're when you write a TV theme you have a meeting with the writer who created it. they they have a pilot script you read that but then you have a meeting and he and he said He's like, the thing about James Rockford is he's not an action star. He's not like a young hotshot hero. He's a middle-aged guy and he just wants his $200 a day plus expenses. And he has his hand on his hip. And and that's what the, the composer was like, his hand on his hip. I like that. And that's what that whole song came from. Hold on. His hand on his hip, you say? Hmm. <laughs> hand on his lip? There is, there's like a, because it's a cool show set in like, it's in LA and it's Malibu and there's a lot of young, sexy people involved in the crimes in the show. Oh, I bet. But Jim Rockford is sort of like a little bit of a Southern fried guy who doesn't buy any bullshit. <laughs> and then the songwriter, Mike Post, um, he previously had done Classical Gas. He produced that, which you might oh, yeah. know that song. Love that song. And then he did... Um, uh, Magnum PI, and then the biggest one, Law and Order. Oh yeah! Very cool guy. Um, one of my one of my uh, again is another HBO one, which is good. Uh, Succession, I think, is a really good theme song. Uh, oh my that's, god! That's one when the show starts up. It's like, ooh, this is. This is a good little thought. It's very, very hits. Now we're getting somewhere. Well, one time I was at the Tower Bar on the Sunset Strip eating a fancy dinner, and the composer of the succession theme was there, and he got up to a piano in the dining room, and he played the theme song, and every I didn't okay. know who he was. <laughs> I, and I was, was going like, to say, oh, how so did you recognize him? <laughs> oh, he played the song. <laughs> well, he... Well, it's funny. It was like earlier in the dinner, I noticed like behind me that there were some HBO people like the Benioff and Benioff and Weiss Weiss were there and some other HBO execs and stuff. So then when a guy sat down at a piano, started playing the song, I was like, that's kind of weird. And then a bunch of people in the restaurant gathered around him and were like watching at the piano. And then a lady turned to my table and was like, he's the actual guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's the actual guy. You can say that about anyone. Yeah. 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 I'm going to walk down the street and point to a guy and be like, whoa, Um, he's the actual guy. Well, yeah, that's the rest of the story is like, then the lady, we were like, who are you? And she's like, I'm the actual lady. And we were like, the dumb sack of shit at the restaurant. And she was like, yes, it's me. People know me. With my big blabbery mouth. Can I get a selfie? (laughs) 
there's a big part of like a theme song in a show, especially with a drama, when it's when the like cold open ends and the theme song like pops in. Like I think Breaking Bad used to do that well. Uh, oh yeah, it would. Leave, and Jeff used to do a fun like when we were watching Breaking Bad at the birthday boy's house. You do a fun like, hey, you guys want to watch a. Bow, 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 bow. I did do that, didn't I? wouldn't I? mind doing a little boom. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little bow, 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 bow. You got any good runner-ups, Mike? My, yeah, Succession's a runner-up. Uh, Curb is like, I just really like Curb's theme uh, because I find it funny and I know that it's like music taken from uh, from APM or whatever. Uh, it's a... Uh, Public what's, Li- what's, library stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like library. old Italian carnival music. Yeah, it, it just puts me in a funny mo- mood, and it's always like paired with the characters in that show on screen. It just looks funny. You know what's crazy about the curb music is I feel like there has been this thing in comedy scoring where uh, it's a lot of pizzicato strings. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, yeah. Define pizzicato. I don't think I know what that. Like means. the Desperate Housewives, like. This sort of like, ooh, there's some quiet mischief going on where it's like, (laughs) dude, I hear the same exact cues all the time because Jessica is a big reality TV fan and she watches all the time. She watches Desperate Housewives and Kardashians and um, Below Deck and all these shows. And I'll hear the same exact cue. They're pulling from the same library. Yeah. But it's, uh, I think Curb does a good job of like carving out its own piece of that. Cause look, it is undeniably like it does work for comedy. I've been cutting videos and been like, what do we put here? I don't want to put the fucking strings. And then you do and it like works. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it, it kind of is an uphill battle to not do it. It, well, it works really well. I but, love that but they Curb use... has a good, it, it feels really distinct on Curb, is I guess what I'm saying. It's a little different. And they use the same cues for like, Different moments, like if if somebody's like kind of suspecting something, it's like do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then another one I had kind of uh, I I didn't I don't I've never really seen the show, but uh, the Cheers theme is is fun, but it's one of those ones. It's like people sing it at bars and stuff, and it's like a little played out. I, I have a negative association with that because that was when I would like. My family and I, we would go to my grandparents in like the neighboring city. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the Cheers theme came on, meant that it was like the kids, it was about the adults were watching TV it now. Because I loved, I loved the theme song uh-huh. for Cheers, but then the show would bore me to fucking shit when I was <laughs> like six or eight or whatever. Totally. And so <laughs> that just sort of signaled the end, but in a bad way. Sort of a uh, a twisted inversion of Kevin's Country. Yeah, oh, yeah. that... Um, Cheers main title sequence is amazing. I love the song. I love the art. And the whole thing is very kind of fezzy wig and, and mm-hmm. welcoming. Have you heard the second verse of that song? Have you heard the full version? Uh-uh. No. It's a full song and there's like a weird line in it where he's like listing off. He's listing off things that are making your r- life rough. And one of the things is, is like a, like your dad is gay. Whoa. <laughs> is it not a is it not a song that was made for the show? I think it, yeah, it wouldn't have a second verse if it were a real if it were not yeah. a real song, so maybe it pre-existed. But it's on YouTube. Sometimes like I know that the Rembrandt's uh friends theme, I was I'll be there for you mm-hmm. was written for the show, 
but then they beefed it up and turned it into a single for the Rembrandts. So it can go all sorts of ways. <laughs> I remember seeing them on uh, Regis and Kathy Lee playing that song live, baby. Man. I went to a sleepaway camp one year, uh, one summer, and I, I'd never been before. And I went and uh, it was a year that like Friends was in full swing. Mm-hmm. And the song we sang at like every whatever, like get together assembly type thing was the Friends theme. And I was like, eh, <laughs> this is kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I thought of was the 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 wire is cool because it does a new same theme song, but each season is a different version of the same theme song. Oh. It was kind of interesting. I've never seen that done before. Oh, that's like a Tom Waits song, right? I don't know. It's it's kind of, it's weird. I have a lot of HBO stuff on my uh, my thing. Uh, Jeff, one you brought up before, Fresh Prince, I always thought was fun. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. The story song. Uh, and then the Sex and the City theme, I, I always thought was funny that somebody, they made a ringtone out of that that was like... Uh, like stock on all, on phones, certain phones. Oh, damn. I wonder if that had been a traditional song so that the cell phone companies could do it. Kind of reminds me of the 30 Rock song a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Very busy, very New York. But you said that uh, The Wire had different variations of the same theme. You know, I've never, I've never really watched The Daily Show, honestly, ever in my life. But I do, whenever I do like catch it, I love that the theme song for The Daily Show is Yeah. And then sometimes they go to a commercial and it's like a a newsy sort of like And then (laughs) sometimes you go come back from commercial and there's a ska version that's like (laughs) That's fun. Oh yeah, man. Speaking of like ska versions of songs. I don't like the ska America's Funniest Home Video song. I like the classic one. <laughs> <laughs> Those are funny lyrics in that song. What was it's like stories from the friends next door. Next they door. never knew. They're, they're never told. Yeah. Right. You might be a star tonight. Be a star so let tonight. that camera roll. Camera roll. For the red, white, and blue. It's the funniest things you funny do. Things you do. America, this is you. <laughs> This is you. This is you, and you're all your warts and all. <laughs> Do you guys remember when I was uh, invited uh, to um, write lyrics to The Office theme when that show was on? <laughs> the American Office? The American Office. Oh, yeah, The American Office. I don't remember you being invited, no. Well, yeah, yeah it, it like came through my manager. I That was a week, I'm sure I told you guys, but like, I was maybe like not myself. I was so stressed about the whole thing. And like, I really, because the show was huge. It was, this was like season five or six or seven. I think five. Oh, so this wasn't even the beginning. This was like the show had already been on. Show had been on. And it was like, you know, we just want to change things up. We're going to put the word out. And the, it came in through, and I wasn't, we didn't have the Sloppy Boys then. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, people didn't know me much as a uh, musician. And, but I got <laughs> the uh, invite to try to do it. And I was stressing the fuck out to get this thing like yeah. good because I wanted to. Yeah. First of all, I wanted to, it was a show I liked, yeah. so I wanted to do well for the show I liked. Plus, it was a lot of money. Uh, sure. So I was, you know, and I came up with. I have it for you here. They they ended up not using it, but this is what I came up with. Uh, <laughs> Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. <laughs> Phyllis Dwight and Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Also, Phyllis Dwight, Jim Pam, 
Pam and Jim, Jim, Pam, Jim, 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 Pam, Stanley, Andy, Holly, Flax, Jim. Sometimes Kevin likes to play poker, Jim and Pam, 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 Jim, Pam, Jim, Pam, Jim, 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 Pam, Jim, Jim, Pam, and eventually a character named Robert California. Okay. Well. Great. I mean, that's really, really good, and your voice is awesome. Thanks, great. But Thanks. It's really great. I, I, I can see why they may have actually passed on this, though, because like you didn't touch on kind of a major character. I touched on Jim and Pam. I touched on Kevin, Holly Flax. Right. I did not touch on Dwight. I did not touch on a lot of people. Michael, Michael, Michael Scott. Scott never right, comes up. Right. Right. I did this. <laughs> this was one of those things where I put way too much thought into it and thought about it and thought about it for weeks and weeks before I last minute wrote and recorded it. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. many drafts that I'm just trying to mash together. And this is the crap that came well, out. I said that I don't remember you getting the invite or doing this. Like in retrospect, I do remember that week that you were just stressed as fuck. Yes. And you were like, I think I was trying to talk to you and you were like, Tim, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. That's where I started using that phrase. I was like, Mike, are we out of uh, mayonnaise? And you were like, Pam, 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 Pam. And at the time, I was like, what is he on about? The spray for pans? Pam? Can we not do this right now? I was was a big. It was sort of my catchphrase then. But you should feel good because of this. In this show business, uh-huh. you get a lot of rejection. But in this case, they came to you. You're not really known as a lyricist who adds lyrics to TV themes that already exist, and they didn't use your song, but then they ended up sticking with the theme they had and they never added any vocals. So mm. that means that it, I wouldn't take it personally. It's just that they decided not to have vocals. I didn't lose the, the quote unquote competition of Hollywood basically. Right. Right. And just for doing that, I did get paid because we got paid to submit for the select yeah. few. Oh, It was 60,000 to, to, to submit that. So <laughs> it was fine. Okay, so yeah. You, wow, all right. That's, that's not so bad that you you actually did pretty well on this. It was great. I got a new uh, BMW M5 after I got it. <laughs> okay, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly when this was then. Yeah, you, remember, yeah. you remember when I pulled up in that cherry red uh, uh, top-down M5? Mm-hmm. Which was weird because, like, you know, we were still living in a house where the rent was about four forty six per month. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was weird to have that parked out front. Um, but you know what? Yes, as stressful as it was, I had a fuck ton of fun, and uh, <laughs> I thought you were stressing. No, I ended up. I looking back on it, it was a lot of fun. In the moment, it was stressful. Made a lot of fun. They had me on set. I I got to go meet um, Dwight. <laughs> uh, so that was that was cool. Dang, definitely an experience. Definitely cool. Definitely recommend it. Definitely. Uh, uh, 13 out of 10. If you can submit a song to a um, popular sitcom and make $60,000, do that. Go right, for it. Right. Say yes and and open yourself up to that experience. Yeah. I can't remember uh, if I had more fun writing the song or if I had more fun going 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. <laughs> okay, <come laughs> an on. M5 Look, opens up out there. This isn't the fucking gearhead podcast. I know, I, I, know, I, know, I know. Would you guys like to hear the results of our competition yes why mr tim i think i would (laughs) yes and i'd like to hear them now (laughs) well we tweeted it out we said hey what do you think we put this in 
the hands of the public, which is awesome. Right. We said, is the ultimate TV theme song of all time, is it the kids in the hall theme or is it Saved by the Bell or is it Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? And are you guys ready to hear what Twitter had to say? Yes. Yes. We got a good amount of votes. We got a good, clear uh, data selection here. Uh, do, should, should I say, though, do I say third place and then I announce first using yeah. America's yeah, like Funniest Home Video? AFV. That's right. AFV rules. In third place, this is surprising, in third place with only 22% is Saved by the Bell. Wow, that is surprising. I thought there would be more. Hmm. You know, Mike, maybe people hate you. <laughs> well, they didn't. You didn't say that it was my pick. I didn't, but maybe that was sort of in the subtext. Well, I know people hate me, but I, I wouldn't think they could grab it from that. And now, the winning song with forty-five percent of the vote. Woo! The ultimate TV theme song of all time is. The kids in the hall theme yeah. song, baby. I figured, I figured. The oh. T-Man wins the day. We're yep. sending it out to a bunch of sketch fans who like the birthday Ooh. boys. This is skewed. Okay, that's a good point. We didn't want, I didn't want to tweet from my personal or from the sloppy boys. We wanted impartial. So I tweeted it from the old birthday boys account, which let's be honest, is a lot of sketch comedy fans. If we had sent it from, you know, some hospital's account, they'd be like, well, what about the ER theme? <laughs> yeah, or if we had sent it from the uh, Mensa account, we would have actually gotten a good uh, response for once. <laughs> okay, here's it's the funny because you I can have the login info for the Mensa account. You can, be, you can be dumb as a turd to follow Mensa, but you got to be smart to be in Mensa. That's the problem. Well... If you guys had been mental level smart, you would have thought of this beforehand and you would have you would have thought of this bias. I think that these are fair results. And let's be honest, if we're talking about good music, the best song won. No, it didn't. Yes, it's, it did. Dung, 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 dung. <laughs> you join in. <laughs> he can't help but join in. <laughs> no, it rips. It's great. Uh, but Power Rangers gets you ready to fucking throw your friend into a couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, maybe, well, maybe a lot of people don't want to do that. I threw well, a few maybe. friends into couches during Kids in the Hall. That's for damn sure. I crushed their heads, I'll tell you that. Uh, watch yourself. Guys, okay. I have one last minute wild hair up my ass. Uh oh. Oh. If you'll indulge me. Please. I, I will, yeah. I didn't bring this shit up during the runner-ups because I I went down such a goddamn rabbit hole about it. <laughs> I already brought up my beloved Ron Wasserman, the the scribe of the Power Rangers theme and how he worked on X-Men. Who could forget? Another ripper. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's got kind of it's got it's mysterious. I like it. Urgent. Very guitar heavy, very driven, very forward. Remember early on in the Birthday Boys days, we, we were we were trying to make a little sketch show on our own, and we made a title sequence, and you you put that in, and it like worked. I have tried to find that 
so <laughs> I've, I've searched drives every couple of years. I'll be like, that's got to be somewhere. The original, the original like uh, web shit we tried to do yeah. where we shot our own opening titles. And then we threw random theme songs on it. And X-Men was one of them. And it worked so well. I can't fucking find it. Anyway, that's not, that's besides the point, Mike. Oh, 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 oh. All right. I am a fan of the X-Men. And I've seen the movies. Have you guys seen the movies? Oh, this is you admitting uh, admitting that you like the X-Men. We know. There's a smatter. I've seen some of them. They suck and you suck. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, I think half of them are good, basically. But the movie theme song, I think, is very reminiscent of the cartoon without being like a copy. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, it's it's always annoyed me that when they make a movie these days, it feels like they can't just do the TV theme song because they're like, "We're a movie. <laughs> we need to do, we need to have like an orchestra come in or There's something." There's popcorn here. So here's a, a an excerpt from what I guess you could call the X Men theme. Okay. I mean, it's no it's no Superman theme. It's no Star Wars. Tell me if you hear the cartoon theme in here somewhere. These are just little clips. And then there's a later, there's like a little bit of a key change or a little bit of a, a little bit of a climb up. And it sounds like this. I see where you go. Yeah. So I was wondering, how do you get from to it sounds like there's like a riffy part and a held note part and they just flopped them. And so I went into Ableton Live. No, and I no, no, no. Chopping them up. No. And I was trying to recreate the cartoon theme from the movie theme. Wow. Jefferson. That's and this cool. is what I came up with. Okay, so here's here's the same excerpt from the cartoon. And here's what I chopped out of the movie. Cool. Damn, dude, you're onto wow. something there. So I think that there's a little bit of a, hey, make it reminiscent of the cartoon theme, but you Absolutely. know, we gotta adult it up. That's cool. I think it was it's it was a musical reference. Jeff, you're a little you're a little uh music sleuth. Um also I don't know if you guys saw in in the news, but they were sued from a <laughs> in the last year or two by a Hungarian TV show called uh Linda the Policewoman. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> When did this come out? This is like 80s or 90s It's kind of old Wait so Wait Who is dude? The cartoon uh, X-Men cartoon? The composers of the song And by the way Why did it take so long? I have no idea yeah. Like 15, 20 years later You do that But then also in my digging I found that people have said That it also sounds like this Whitney Houston song Uh-huh. Ah, I'm your baby tonight. Ha. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, so that was my morning. I went down a deep X-Men rabbit hole. That's cool. That is very cool. And I wonder what the ruling is. Like, they abs- absolutely ripped off that Hungarian show. And then with, with Whitney Houston, you're like, 
that is there. Those are the notes, but that could be parallel thinking, right? A bit more of a reach with Whitney. Hmm. Well, guys, in this super-sized episode of The Blowout, do we have time for a quiz? Sure. We, we, we do? <laughs> is it a name that tune for TV themes? This is the pre-existing song TV theme quiz. Oh. oh. Who are you? Who, 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 Nice. Who? Is that in there? Pretty similar. It's not in there. Damn. I mean, no, no, not pretty similar. That would be one. It's just not in here. Damn! This is not just TV theme songs that are written by known artists, uh-huh. like South Park's theme by Primus or Clone High by, who was that? Abandoned Pools. Fountains of Wayne. Oh, Abandoned Pools. Uh, another water-themed band. Um, <laughs> these are pre-existing songs that found a second life as TV themes. Ooh. I'm not going to play them for you. I think the, the most competitive thing to do here is to lightning around this shit. Mm-hmm. Great. And I'm going to say the name of the TV show. And then if you need a hint, I'll say the name of the song. But what I'm looking for is the name of the artist. You got it, dude. I'm going to knock this out of the park. Oh, and Mike, shit. Sorry, man. I'm going mop, to mop the floor with you, dude. <laughs> uh, you're on. I already won the big competition of the episode. So if I win this, that's like Tiger Woods level. Oh, would you cut it out? Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, ready as ever. There are 12 questions. Ooh. Number one. Yes. The Wonder Years. Mike. Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. A little help for my friends. Mike, you buzzed in, so I'm going to give that to you, but we're we're not going to buzz in from now on. Okay. Wait, did, just, did you tell us to buzz in? No, I said we're just going to blurt it lightning. So round. then I got the point. Okay, fuck. What, what did you say? <laughs> I said Joe Cocker. He said, Joe, you, you said Mike, he said Joe Cocker, then you said it. Well, I, for, no, that was my first guess that I had. <laughs> Your I first, had <laughs> that you composed it. Well, hey, let's be honest. It's a Beatles song covered by Joe Cocker. Timmy gets the point. Jeff, let's go to number two. <laughs> okay. Tim, you do get the point. Mike, I'm sorry, buddy. That's fine. I really that's tried fine. to help you. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we saw. Number two, Veronica Mars. Hmm. Never seen the show. Mid two thousands, the song is called "We Used to Be Friends." Avril Lavigne, thirty seconds to Mars. Eh, eh, no one's point. That is Dandy Warhol's. Oh, how's the song go? A long time ago, we used to be friends. Oh. A long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah, you never heard that song? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, number three, Scrubs. I'm no Superman. Uh, um, Foo Fighters? No. It's a, it's I'm no Superman, right? Is it, but who's, we're trying to find yeah, out who it is. Artist. I can't do this all on my own. Well, remember the YouTube, scary YouTube yeah. guy that sang this song? Um, I'm no Superman. I'm no, um, ooh, Timmy's got it. Fucking, they might be giants. No, sorry. Close though. Mike, I'll give you a half I'll give you a half a point because you named the song. Who is it? Laszlo Bane. 
the band's name? The band? Yeah, no, I know. I have so many Laszlo Bane albums. I should have known that. It's, uh... Yeah, I, the band or artist is named Laszlo Bane. <laughs> okay, ready? Here we're getting into some real interesting territory. Here. Oh, good. This is good. I like this. Number four, Mad Men. The song is called A Beautiful Mind. Russell Crowe. I don't know the artist. If I'm going to pull the artist out of my ass, I'm going to say it is Sigur Rós. Mike, anything? No, it's that it's that like drum beat that makes me think it's some like mo- more modern techno guy. But what is it? Pop, 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 pop. That's RJD2. Oh, oh cool. That's like a group that you listen to, Jay. That's right. <laughs> uh, number five, Sopranos. Oh, no, I looked this name? up recently. It's a guy, oh. Lou. <laughs> is it someone named Lou? Is it something hell's something from hell? Uh, no and no. <laughs> it's the song is "Woke Up This Morning" by. Is it, does it a name like the like the Blues Project? Close, Alabama Three. Alabama <sighs> Three, the Blues Project. Damn, these are tough. Number six. Portlandia. Oh, oh shit. Oh, you you've told me who this is before. It's a, it's a vaporwave. It's slow not down. Chromeo and it's not M83. Is it M83? Nope. Nope. Doom, doom. Guiding lights. Nope. <laughs> so that is a uh, band called Washed Out. Oh. The original sample, T is I Want You by Gary Lowe. Love it. This is both, this is a great song, and I'll credit Washed Out that slowing it down is cool as hell. Yeah, I know. They did a good job. All right. Number seven. Bosom Buddies. Oh, I've never seen the show. I know Tom Hanks was in it, and I'm guessing... The theme was by B-52s. No, Michael. Captain and Tennille. No, here's your here's your clue. The song is a very popular song called My Life. Billy Joel. Correct, All Michael. Right. Bosom Buddies had My Life by Billy Joel as a theme song? Yeah, there was like a weird intro where they like explain the premise and then they go into My Life. Great song. <laughs> Number eight. A show that I'm fairly certain neither of you watched. Chuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fuck no. Seen every episode, but I just I forget. <laughs> the theme song was short skirt, long jacket. Cake. Oh, cake. Damn it. Timothy. Next up, the OC. Phantom Planet. God damn it. God damn it. I knew that one. T. Very good. That's a good one. Never seen the show, but that's one of my favorite TV themes of all time. Next up, Freaks and Geeks. Why can't I think of it? 
I've seen this show. Yeah. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. Um, Chrissy Hind. No. No, that's the lead singer of the Pretenders, right? Who? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's um. Patty Smith. Jill Danger. Uh-uh. Wrong all around, but Mike, I will give you bad reputation. That is Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. That's. Yeah. I think that's who I was thinking of when I said Patty Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Me too when I said Chrissy Hind. (laughs) Next up, Entourage. Jane's Addiction. Very good tea. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Superhero by Jane's Addiction. Oh, yeah. And finally, Jackass. The Minutemen. Yeah, very good. The Minutemen. (laughs) Corona by Minutemen. Hell yeah, Timmy boy! Nice win, Jeff. You you, you missed a you know a big big one. I thought you were gonna do uh, Big Bang Theory. What's who does that? Bare naked ladies. Oh, they might be. Oh, bare naked ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does does they might be giants have any theme songs? I think they do. They seem like a shoe. You're in. not the boss of me now. You're not the boss. Is that at them? Is that Malcolm yeah. in the Middle? And you're not so. Tall. Yes, it is. It is. They might be giants. Damn. Um, well, Tim, you've won the quiz. Five to two. Well, you're the big winner today, Tim. I feel great. And with my winning moment, you know how we always give someone a winning moment? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> my thing I wanted to say is I learned that in the, or the, the, uh, the first track of the Sublime album, 40 Ounces to Freedom, <laughs> waiting for my Ruka. It starts with a sample of Lou Dog barking and then it goes, punk rock changed our lives. Do you guys, does that sound familiar to you at all? <laughs> punk <laughs> rock changed our lives. It was a sample from the minute, man. No shit. No. With that, I, that's all I wanted to say it was LBC punk kids giving a little shout out to some San Pedro punkers. Very cool. So, so that was one of the minute men, uh, People in the band like saying that to them one time. Not to them. I think it was a, it was a it was a sample from something they did, either from their album or from a documentary ah. about them. Ah, Punk nice. rock changed our lives. Nice. I'm waiting for my Ruka. Check them out, Sublime, great band. Okay, but you guys, because I won, like you guys have to check them out. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm, I'm getting off now to go check that off. Great. Duds. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to do that, too. Awesome. All right, folks, that is the blowout. We love it. We love the Patrons. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us here. Thank you. On the super secret, super lockdown Patreon. Yeah, don't let word get out about this show. We want to keep it just us. Yeah, don't tell a friend. Yeah, it's very, very fun, very intimate with just us and the Patrons. And hey, more for you, right? The listener. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. You get all the, the uh, sound waves to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're kidding, of course. Tell your friends. And if you don't have any friends, make some friends and tell them. And tell them. Make, them, make friends with just the sole purpose of telling them about the Patreon. Folks, we're getting out of here. We got other shit to do tonight. Uh, <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> you know, we're really quite yeah. busy. Yeah, I barely had time to squeeze we're this in. We're building a house. I, I, I am making time in my schedule for this. I got to get going. I've got another meeting. 
Time is money. Time is Monet. You guys have to understand that we can't be giving you all of our time. We just can't. <laughs> we love you. We love you like sons and daughters, but we have to go to bed now. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Okay, so we're done. We're done. We'll see you next week. Love you. Peace. Bye.